mean, thingy. Oh. Do it again. Hello, hello. It's a different world. It is a different world anytime you go somewhere else. Um, anyway, welcome back to another episode of The Least Favorite. I'm your girl, Natalie, and today we do not have Tony with us, but Anthony decided to fill in as the co-host for today. Hi, Anthony. Anthony decided to help us out because he's a good producer and he is going to be our co-host today. Today we have a very, very special guest. I'm so excited. Literally everybody at work was so fucking hyped. Angie set her alarm just to watch this. Oh my, so yes, Angie, if you're tuning yes, in, we're here. Angie. <laughs> so, um, so basically we have Julie here. Julie is a, uh, what are you, women's health so advocate? I, I identify as many things. Yes, um, please. So give it the whole list. Okay, so I'm Julie from the Boogie Down Bronx, born and raised. Gotta shout it out. Um, I am an intimacy advisor. I specialize in women's health, specifically sexual health and wellness. Uh, intimacy with partners, man, woman, does not matter. I also identify as pansexual, so I literally love everyone. Mm. I'm greedy. And I also identify as a feral housewife in that I'm a housewife, but I'm not tamed. So Mm. I'm kind of crazy. Nice to meet you all. Nice. (laughs) Okay, so Julie, before we get into all the... I don't even know what we're going to get into today. Before we get into it, though, we're going to do our topic from the bowl. So you actually get to pick the topic. Ooh, it's I'm just like a random every, little icebreaker, I'm which I don't feel everyone. like we need an icebreaker with her. But no, this is good. no it'll so, be cute. Listen, this is probably the tamest Ice question. Fun, though. We're going to go with this one right here. Okay, you know, you can open and read oh, it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. Let's see. Have you ever cheated? Whoa. Damn. Coming at me hard. Okay, Okay, so the answer is yes. I'm not going to lie. You know, when you're young and you're not in, you know, you're not really ready to get married and you don't know what you want. You're kind of just playing the field. Uh, It happens. And so through that, you kind of learn more about you. And I would never advocate for cheating. I don't think that it's good. But Mm -hmm. when you're young and you don't know what you want, it could sometimes happen. And you don't have to really beat yourself up over it because you're just learning still. Um, But I will say now I'm in a committed relationship with my husband we're gonna coming up on one year in september oh my god cute and we do have a interesting relationship that we'll get into later Mm -hmm. on but uh yeah i mean it happens you make mistakes and you can only grow from them so um i feel like i answered this on the last live that we did i have cheated before i was young i feel like i resonated with what you said when you're young not that it's an excuse i do not condone cheating at all same here um, but it was just one of those things. I mean, it mm. happens, whatever. I don't beat myself over, up over it. Right. I just got a question. Can you yeah. cheat if you're in an open relationship? Yes. Yes, you 100%, can. 100% yes. 100%. How so? So when you're in an open relationship, and we're definitely going to go deeper into this uh, later, but you have boundaries and rules in this relationship. What is okay? What is not okay? What one partner wants what the other partner wants. And it takes a lot of work for an open relationship to work. Um, because everyone needs to feel respected at the same time. You don't want anyone to feel left out. Or- I feel like an open relationship takes even more work than a monogamous one. Cause a monogamous one is like, okay, you're not going to cheat. It's just me and you done right. clear. 
when you start dibbing and dabbing into other people, oh, I flirted with this person. I want to go on a date with this person. I want to have sex with this person. You have to communicate that or else it's cheating because cheating is being deceitful. 100%. But say it's for way instance, more. here's an example of how it'll be cheating for an open relationship. I'm allowed to go on dates with this friend of mine. We go on dates every week. We make out after our date. But this past week, he sucked on my tit. Not sex, right? No genital genital connection, but... Maybe that's off limits. Maybe my mm-hmm. primary, which is important, you have the primary, which is the main person you're with that, you know, you're doing this with, um, doesn't want my tits to be sucked on. They want them just for them. Mm-hmm. That's cheating. Because mm-hmm. you're breaking a rule. You're breaking a boundary. Yeah. And that should be really uh, enforced in vanilla relationships mm-hmm. as well. I agree. Yeah. Is that good? Did that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Julie, we're going to get started from the beginning. Okay. Little Julie. (laughs) Because I'm always curious. We've had like other sex therapists on. And it's funny because I was talking to Anthony about having you on. And he said that you remind him of the other girls who are also like, we know someone who's a sex therapist who's pansexual as well. Right. 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 She was married. She's no longer married. She has a girlfriend now. I don't even know what's going on. But basically, (laughs) it's like, how do you guys go, go from like, you know, that's, typical way that you can be raised as a woman mm-hmm. to now this like very sex positive outspoken <laughs> expressive person okay so i i was thinking about this over over the past two days because uh, we you know we're friends mm-hmm. we, we know each other so i was I, I i'm happy to have these prompts a little bit earlier so mm-hmm. i can think and instead of on, on the spot but i will say definitely your childhood plays a major role in your kinks and fetishes as you grow up or just how you are. So when you're a child, you are a sponge essentially for everything. What you see, what you hear uh, makes you it's, it's you're seeing things every day. So if you have a really bad upbringing, unfortunately you may have some trauma later on, you may have mental Mm -hmm. illness. You may have a lot of things to cope with that upbringing. For me, I was fortunate to have an extremely loving family who um, was a little, Uh, Well, let's talk about it. It was very much about movies that we watched. So, for instance, my parents grew up in the 70s Mm -hmm. and and, the 80s as well. And so a a movie that was always on in my house was the cult classic Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. Now, my mother and father went to the village to watch this. You know, they were obsessed with the the movie. But for me and, you know, there were parts of the movie that were censored that my parents didn't let me watch. I just want to throw it out there. But to see this man in drag Mm -hmm. flaunting around loving on men and women, you know, when you soak that in as that sponge, it it has effects on you. So I always say this to people. There are three movies I grew up on and it's really (laughs) pop culture. So it was Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, The Birdcage with um, Robin Williams Mm -hmm. and Nathan Lane and Hank Azaria. And then uh, Tu Wang Fu, which was... Oh my God, I love that with, movie! Yes, yes, which is very I drag. I Cross-dresser, drag-centric. Mm-hmm. Then they're all pretty much like either gay or slightly off. And Side note, wait. Yeah. The Spanish character who was played by whatever... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Did it, afraid of my Guatemalanist? Did my natural he, heat? she look amazing? Like the body was yes. giving. And he Absolutely. was a man, but Absolutely. I'm like, he played that role so fucking well. He is amazing. I love him in that movie. Amazing. So, and also paired with that, my parents uh, never had any uh, discussion with me about this lifestyle. So I'm like, oh, cool. Like there's a guy wearing thigh highs and, and a corset and mm-hmm. it's fine. And here's a man in, in in a wig and makeup and this one's powdering his chest. So I just mm-hmm. woke up. I woke up. I just grew up with this idea that it's okay to be 
feminine and masculine together. So that's huge for me because I identify as like a gender bender. Mm -hmm. I'm either like really feminine or sometimes really masculine because it's okay. It's Mm -hmm. gender. Gender is fluid. Right. So it's okay. So that paired with the fact that I had a sister who was five years older than me. I was learning the shit she was learning. So say I'm 10, she's 15. I already know what a boner is. Right. I already know what cum is. Mm -hmm. I already know what getting hard is. So I feel like that advanced sort of sexual knowledge at such a young age made me a sexual being. So now when you get into like, you know, your older years, you're a teenager, you're in high school, you're in college. Like, how did that manifest itself? You know, so I hmm, I went to an old girl Catholic high school in the Bronx. Same. Which one did you go to? Preston. Okay, no one to Aquinas. Baby. I'm what, what? dead. <laughs> yes. Why don't um, they're going to love this. I actually, I saw one of my teachers at work the other day. <laughs> but anyway, um, I actually did parties. Oh my God. We'll get to that later. But so when I hit high school, I, I, you know, you lose your virginity in your teenage years. So around like 14, 15, I lost mine. And I then really knew I was a sexual being. I gained confidence. I was out of my goofy stage. Mm-hmm. I went through a braces, terrible uh, stage. Um, I, I realized looking back on my high school years that I, we didn't have really major clicks. Like, yeah, there was like kind of clicky, but not like super clicky. Yeah. I was in the group of the girls that liked sex. Mm-hmm. So it was like, we all had boyfriends. We're all like, what are you doing this weekend? Eh, trying to, trying to have a party and get late. Like, you know, we thought we were cooler than everyone. Like mm-hmm. all we talked about was sex. All we talked about was what turned us on taking pictures and lingerie. It was very, very like lunchtime was just sex talk. How were your parents during this time? Like, did they know what was going on? So at this time, my parent, like I, let's just put it this way. I had a boyfriend in high school, so I wasn't like walking. I wasn't, going around the block if you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like I, w- I had a boyfriend so my parents just saw me as like you know this young lady who was in a semi-committed relationship puppy love you know figuring out what she wants mm-hmm. and but they saw this very confident dominant woman which i wasn't when i was little i was very shy and timid and scared to talk and dance i didn't even want to look at i was very shy um, but they just knew they had a confident woman and they loved that okay. they always told me and reassured me you could do anything, Julie. You're confident. You know what you want. You could talk to people. You could get your what like like they always said, like you'd be a lawyer, like, you know, some type of job where you're just very dominant. Right. And at that point, you know, I was just a teenager, just do my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Um so, so it just sounds yeah. like you just had the support of your parents oh, and just allowed always. you to be free and and open. Always. Did they talk to you about sex? Um, no, this is a funny story. So I went to the doctor when I was, uh, let's say 15. Cause I lost my virginity a week before I turned 15. So I go to the doctor. Um, my mom at this point, my mom loves me to death. You know, mm-hmm. love you mom. If you're watching, um, I'm definitely gonna give her the podcast link for this. So she was like in the room with me, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking to the doctor and the doctor goes, so are you sexually active? Mm-hmm. And I look at my mom and she looks at me. And I go, no. And my mom goes, Julie, you're fucking lying. You're lying. You better tell him. Just like this. My mom talks. You better tell him, Julie. You you better tell. You're lying. You're lying. I go. What? And she knew. Because like we said earlier. She knew the energy. My mom knew too. My mom knew. You know your children like Mm -hmm. the back of your hands. Mm -hmm. You just know your children. Especially like I'm able to be honest with my mom because she's supportive. So I said, okay, yeah. 
I looked down at the floor. Okay, yeah. And oh that was God. it. So on the way home, my mom goes, Julie, I can't believe you. And I said, mommy, you know, I'm so sorry. That was really awkward for it to happen like that, you know, but I will let you know one thing. It was with my crush that, you know, I've had a crush for five mm-hmm. years and it was with him. And I really, and he really likes me and I really like him. And that's kind of the first adult conversation I had my mom. Yeah. About sex. Oh my God. And she just, after that was like, all right, just fucking be careful. Yeah, because at that point, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It already happened. My mother knew I lied. She She knew. knew. She looked at me. I I looked at her and I go, no. Your heart must have fucking dropped. Oh my God. My heart was in a puddle on the floor. Oh my God. My mom was like, you're lying. You better tell them the truth. Oh my God. (laughs) Anthony, did your mom know? Did your mom know? Like for, like, did she ever even? had a sex talk with my mother. not once. Wow. Do you know well, even to well, wear a condom? Well, I, not that I can remember. Honestly. Holy shit! So Men are so help- it's so no, different. This is so helpful. Yeah, yeah. they're way different. It's way so different. different. I don't even think my mom had to talk to me after that because I did say to her, "Listen, my sister is five years old. She covered everything." Okay. I don't need to know anything. My sister covered everything. Okay. I know the ins and outs and how to <laughs> literally, do, the, literally ins the ins and outs. But I'm sh- <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that yeah. soon. Yeah. But, oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Um, okay, so now I want to get into your open marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why, like, that's what made me really want to, like, talk to you and try to get you on the pod because we had a moment. I was reading a book, right? And it was talking about, like, the history of monogamy and how it's just not natural, right? So I remember, like, literally every episode I was, like, taking excerpts from this book and Anthony was sick of it already because every week I'm like open relationships could work like look at what this book is talking about so I wanted someone who was actually in it because right. I don't even though I feel like I can understand why people get in it I don't know if I could do it right right well so I want to yeah. talk about like how did you meet your husband did you always want to be open with him like no. just no, yeah no, 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 so no, let's no. start at the beginning with that so I knew my husband for a time for a couple I'd say a few years maybe three four years before we started date well we weren't even dating per se um but we knew each other and I was always attracted to him and so one day we got to start with pure romance so I started selling sex toys in parties like I would have a girls night in and I still do this where I educate the women about their bodies intimacy sexual health and of course we talk about toys and you know those things so I was invited to a sec- uh, a, a dungeon party essentially in the city uh, my friend was throwing it and he goes come sell your sex toys as be my vendor and I said you got it I'm there so I went and I invited my current husband there and he was interested but he didn't show so I followed up with him and he said, you know, like, did you enjoy it? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, I did. And he was like, did you get tied up? Because that's his fetish is rope. Mm. And I said, yes, I did. And he was like, did you like it? See, communication. And I was like, yes, I did. And he was like, well, if you ever want to get tied up again, come over. Oh. And my jaw hit the floor. I literally, my jaw hit the floor. And my cousin was like, because my cousin was in there. She was like, she'll call you. <laughs> and then a week later, we started dating. So we started dating strictly as play partners okay we did not make out we did not you know do normal it was like i would go to his house get tied up with rope have sensation play which we'll get into deeper later mm-hmm. um and it was very strict like he made it very clear like i'm not your boyfriend i'm your play partner if you want to have a relationship you're more than welcome to go out and do that this is what i could do for you it's strictly that that's giving 50 shades of gray by the way it is it is but he didn't serve me with a contract and he didn't say this is all like he didn't say like this is all he did in a way do say Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. but i knew like as a human like we're gonna vibe you know like it's Mm -hmm. not gonna be strictly that you Mm -hmm. know 
So I said, okay, you got it. Roger that. And then over time, like I didn't want to do anything else because I'd go to this man's house, get tied up in rope sensation. It's sensation play is it's it's its own thing because you take away your eyesight, you take away your mouth. You're giving up your power to this person that you put your trust in Mm -hmm. and you're, you're giving up your power. So that alone puts you in this mindset of like, I'm just going to feel everything I can feel. It's all about feel. Did you feel like a different level of intimacy yes. than like if you were to kiss someone? You 100%. Know what I mean? 100%. How, in what way? 100%. Like because, what's the difference? Because this guy with kink is that you are now learning my body. Okay. Okay. So it's different making out with someone and then going right into sex and having a great time, which by the way, vanilla sex is very enjoyable. I'm not knocking vanilla sex mm-hmm. at all. Um, but now this man is committed. Here it is to worship my body, Mm. to learn every inch of my body, my feet, my legs, my calves, my inner thighs, my vulva, my vagina, my back, my neck, every single part. And that's what he wants to do. Instead of focusing on, oh, let's go on a date, let's get coffee. He's like, no, I want to explore your entire body while you're tied up so you can't do anything about it. Oh my God. I want to have my way with you. And then I'm going to give you five orgasms. (laughs) And so one day I'm walking out of his house, hear me out. And I was just so post-coital bliss. No sex, mind you. There was no sex involved. We used toys. Um, And as I'm leaving, he goes, listen, if you want to just keep feeling things, just keep coming back. And I was like, sold. Then after that, I started falling in love with him. Mm. And we started, I went there all the time. I wasn't going out anymore. I was going there. My friends would be like, let's go out for drinks. I'm like, you got to tell me two hours prior because what we do is a process. It's not like I'm going there to smoke a blunt and make out and have sex and leave. It's Mm -hmm. like tying up takes a while. Mm -hmm. It it takes at least 15 minutes to get someone fully tied up in a predicament, you know? So it evolved from there and we went through breakup back together, breakup back together. I want this. You want that. I'm vanilla. You're kinky. What do we do? Is this all I'm good for? It was a fucking roller coaster. It's not easy. Kinky relationships are not easy. So how do you go from that to marriage? So, and you know what? Most people don't do that. Most people have a kink partner and that's just their kink partner. So a lot of people in the community were like, we are so happy for you that Mm. you're kink partners and now you're getting married. Like you found love within this realm. So I asked him to marry me multiple times and he said no. Um, And then one day we did shrooms. We had a beautiful mushroom trip at the park. We were sitting in the grass for four hours. It was the freaking shrooms. It was the shrooms. And then we get back to our house and I just go, you know what? We don't got to get married, but I want to just have a big party with our friends to celebrate our union. And he goes, all right, I'll fucking marry you. And that was it. That's how we got it. Oh my God. It was, that's the type of engagement that I feel like would be perfect for me too. And just I, like, but it was yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't do like the get on the knees. No, like, yo, let's yeah. just get married type shit. Straight up, let's, I'll fucking that's marry you. And yeah. And so now we've been evolving. So now let's get to the open part. So I like playing with other people, making friends, you know, just loving on people. Mm -hmm. I'm a lover. Dick. Wait, question. When you say playing with other people, I just want to. You might have to cut that. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Playing with other people. Okay. When you like, when you say playing with other people, like what does playing with other people mean for you? Okay. So I'm just going to reverb the whole thing again. So. Sometimes you want to be strictly with one person in this world. You mm-hmm. want to type that one person. You want to mess around with that. You want to role play with that one person. You want to do all the weird shit with that one person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes people are in a married, really uh, committed relationship where their partner doesn't want that. They're mm-hmm. vanilla. Mm-hmm. So like, listen, I can't do that for you. But if you want to seek that out, you can mm-hmm. play with someone else. Mm-hmm. 
And now they have someone else in the, in the community that they can do that with. Mm-hmm. I like meeting people and doing that. My partner, not so much. So over the past couple of years, we mingled with friends, made awesome connections. And we just happened to vibe so much with, with certain people that we became a thing, you know, like we enjoyed each other's company. We had great chemistry. We had similar interests. Mm-hmm. It's basically like you're in a relationship and you're making friends with another couple, but you're taking it to the next level. Instead of just going out for drinks, inviting you over for dinner. It's like, let's get intimate together and see how we like it. Mm. So you got to test the waters. There has to be rules. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. You could do this, but you can't do that. And if you, even if you follow the rules, it still takes work. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of work, mm-hmm. a lot of tears, fights, arguments. I threw my girlfriend out once. She didn't leave, thank God. But I threw her out. I was like, get the fuck out of my house. You know, so it, yeah. So, <clears throat> hold on. What was my question? Okay, so you play with other people. He also plays with other people or No. So our rules are this. Um, If there's someone he's interested in that I'm also equally interested in, we play with them together. Okay. But if there's someone I'm interested in that he's not interested in and but he trusts them and is okay with them, Mm -hmm. vibes with them. Vibing with people is very important. We don't just meet strangers and do this. You don't want to do kink with a stranger. Yeah. You want to know this person. You want to understand them. You no hidden agendas. You got to trust. Like you have to establish trust immediately with kink. There's no, we'll build trust. Like you're tying me up and taking away my voice and my, and my, and my eyesight. Right. I need to trust you that you're not going to kill me. Right. You know, yeah. we would always make jokes that he was going to kill me one day. Oh my like, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we need a button in case like I can't get out. And like, we got to ring our neighbor to come up. Anyway, never happens. But, um, you got to trust these people. So if he trusts them, then I'm allowed to play with them. Okay. It's very much me and him talking about it. What was your first experience playing with other people with your husband at the same time? And how did that go? So I was notorious for going out to bars, flirting with women and bringing them home a little bit, a little Uh, bit, just a little bit. And I have my type, like I told you. Mm -hmm. So I would make sure at least that they were interested or, or wanted to be tied up because that's his fetish. So I want, I wanted to be work for both of us. So I would say, hey, I'd, I'd shoot him a message and be like, hey, I'm with so-and-so at the bar, send a little selfie. Like, what do you think? Should I take her home? And that's how we started. We would essentially, in the words of like, we would dominate this person together. We're a partnership in it. So like, I would maybe like foreplay a little bit. I would get her ready because foreplay is very important. We got to talk about foreplay. Um, and then he would go in with the rope and then I would follow up with the sensuality and be intertwining like a, a like a, like a teamwork of right. playing with. And them. there was no awkwardness. It just flowed um, like, um, one night there was awkwardness where, you know, one of our friends that, <laughs> that we took home, um, didn't want, like they were tied up and instantly freaked out. They didn't like it anymore. So we untied them very quickly, got them a cab home. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really awkward because like I am the. Like, I never feel awkward because I'm so just out there and say whatever. Like, like I, if anything, I feel concerned. Okay. Like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. Like, are you running out of, and that's another thing when you're a dominant person or in the, in the room, you have to watch your submissive. Maybe they're thirsty. Maybe they're getting hot. Maybe their hands are losing, uh, circulation. circulation. Mm. You got to poke their skin and see if the blood is like, it's very like you're watching this person. Essentially Mm. you're caring about them completely and just them. Yeah. Um, and I just want to ask, cause I feel like people will be curious. 
Um, so you've brought women in. Do you ever just bring men in and it's just you, your husband and a man, not another woman? No, I never brought a man home. But if we were to play with a man, it would be where we're both out meeting that person together okay. and both deciding together we're interested. Mm-hmm. But we're both more more interested in women. So, yeah. And I like know his type and, right. and then he knows my type. So, like, say I bring home a, a woman home for me. At least she likes getting tied up for him. Got it. Because that's his thing. Got so it. it's like, it has to work for both of us. It can't be just for me and just for him because then I get, I'm extremely jealous. So question, do you guys have the same type? I was no. just going to say, what's his type? If you don't, do you compromise like this? Like say if you go out this weekend and you meet someone, well, last weekend mm. you got your type. Is right. it something like that? <laughs> yeah. So at this point, now that we're married, you know, things do change when you're married. So I'm not taking women home like every week as I... Was at one point yeah. because mm-hmm. you got to understand, like we weren't dating, like we were just playing. Right. So what was I doing? I was on the prowl. I was looking for girls to play with. That was our thing. Now it's like, oh, that's my husband. So I'm not looking to take home people every weekend. It just that changed. But we definitely don't have the same type. I said earlier, I love my thick Hispanic women, um, <laughs> specifically Dominican Puerto Rican. <laughs> It's very specific. Wink, 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 wink. Um, and what's funny is that my girlfriend, who I fucking love, shout out to Chelsea if you're watching, um, is not that type, but I love her. I'm so attracted to her. So I feel like my type goes for like one night stands, mm. but being with someone is different. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just be like, oh, you're not my type. I'm not gonna get to know you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm way more open with relationships rather than just like a one night stand mm-hmm. thing. But my husband's type is completely different. He likes skinny, brunette, Italian, Jewish looking girls. Wow. So here I am. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> you are literally yeah. his type. Yep. Usually thicker than me, but it's all right. Yeah. I'm praying for thighs, God. I'm dead. How do you, um, okay, so can we get into the king camp sure, now? Sure, Because Julie, we were at work and she was like, I'm going to be on vacation. I'm like, oh, cool, where are you going? I'm thinking she's going to go to like an island somewhere. She's like, I'm going to king camp. I'm like, what the fuck is king camp? Like, so random. I've never even heard of that. So like, what happens at a king camp? What is a king okay, camp? So, <laughs> so shout out to Fet Camp. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, so when you're in this lifestyle in a kinky relationship, you, there's a community for it you know like there are people that are like you that want to get together they want to make friends they want to explore their kink and maybe not in their bedroom maybe they want to go out somewhere maybe at a hotel maybe at a club but you can't do this in mainstream places so there is a place to find these events i'm not going to disclose that on Mm -hmm. here but um if you're part of the community you know exactly where to find that and so when we were just playing we, and I say that in quotes because I was like majorly falling in love with this man. Like, mm. you know, like mm-hmm. I was playing, but I was like falling in love. Um, we found this place online and it was for adults. And it was basically like a hedonistic camp where, you know, pleasure rules. And I'm and I also observe as a hedonist, um, pleasure driven. So we went. It was our first time together. We didn't know what to expect. And it was a campground site with a nice in-ground pool, cabins all around. People walking around naked. Like we walking in, I'm bringing my luggage in. There's a woman right there on the floor getting handled by four men. Like it was wow. an older woman, you know, the age range is it's not just one age, which is nice. You have a big, it's a, you know, diversity. Um, but there's different things like for instance, fetishes, right? So you have your pets, 
you have like the puppies and the kittens. I always wanted to be a kitten, which is like, I'm just going to lay on your lap and you pet me all day. And then eventually you feed me and like make me calm. And then like, you know, I'll lick you a little bit, Mm -hmm. but like I'm a kitten. Like I always wanted to be a kitten one day. Um, Then you have your puppies. They're around too. wearing the masks. You know, there's a lot of that in a camp. Then you have your ponies. And I was, I'm grateful enough to have had a pony ride at one of my camps. So ponies are, a lifestyle that it's like a furry. You know what furries are, guys? Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay, explain. so a furry is like dressing up as a dog, dressing up as a wolf, dressing okay. up as a, you know, an animal, basically. Ponies are way different. Ponies are awesome. So they are like statuesque. You know, they wear like the headgear. You know how a pony has like the big head mm-hmm. thing with the fluff mm-hmm. on it? Mm-hmm. And they hold carriages and they give you rides wow. around the camp. So I got a pony ride by this beautiful woman from Switzerland, which, by the way, in Switzerland, they have pony parades, human pony parades in the country. Like, it's a thing that they do. Hmm. Like, they're very into fetish in Switzerland or open about it, at least. But, you know, I got a little pony ride. This woman was like six foot one wearing this beautiful bodysuit, like polka dots on it, had a ponytail. And as she and it's all about stamina. It's about exercise. It's about working out like pony lifestyle is different. Different things come with different fetishes. (laughs) If you're a little, you want to be young again. You want to listen to stories. You want to watch movies. You want to cuddle. You want you want someone to make decisions for you, like a submissive. Oh my God, is that me? <laughs> no, no, listen. You, you might, just described me. You might be a little. Let me tell you. When I tell people, <laughs> that my sounds amazing. No, it is. It is. I have a little, little in me too. I think. Like sometimes yeah. I just want to wear a onesie and just smoke some weed and go to bed. You know, that's literally me. That's like me almost every night. So like, so that is, that is, Holy shit, I'm learning about myself guys. Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. so these are, these Holy are the popular shit. ones. So you got yeah. the littles, the ponies, the furries. So all of this is at the King camp. Yeah. Some of them are, more, how many people more or less are here? So the one, the one that I go to is about 150 to 200 that's a lot people. Of people. No, there are some that are like 400, 500 people. Jesus. It's like a festival. Wow. So when you bring a yeah, So this is my thing, right? So you go, is there like a, like an agenda, like, or like this day, we're going to have this and this day. So it's okay. It's a whole thing. Okay. 100%. There's games, there's classes. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn, work. If you want to learn rope play, if you want to learn this, if you want to learn bondage, mm-hmm. there's classes, which is nice. Nice. The first one I went to was really, really established. And they like, you could go get massages. You, there was like a little spa thing. So some of them have been around for a while. Yeah, they've, there's, you could go on YouTube and watch videos oh, yeah. and shit like of all this type of stuff. I don't like, like especially yeah, I could watching like HBO's and Showtime type mm-hmm. channels sometimes, and they would have like. But you see, I'd rather hear it. Like, I yeah. rather like hear yeah. from someone I who's like actually the been. Oh, the ponies yeah. are fun. And how you long are? How long do you stay? How long were you at this last one that you went to? The last one that I went to, I stayed there for the weekends, which was not enough time. Mm. Um, I had to come back home for uh, you know responsibilities, family stuff. So I only stayed. Thursday to Sunday, mm-hmm. but the very first one I went to was nine days. Mm-hmm. That shit was nine awesome. Days. Nine yeah. days is long. Imagine like you're at this place. It's a free for all for adults. And like their only thing is like, like get naked and, and stay hydrated. That's like, their I was, I was, that get was, naked you, and play. Were you like drinking at all? During this yes. Time? Yes. That's okay. So here's, I'm happy. that's a great question. Mm-hmm. People don't get wasted at these camps because yes. you don't want to play drunk. That's you want to have your wits about you. Yeah. Especially if you're getting gagged or blindfolded or whatever. Mm-hmm. You do not want to play drunk. That's super important because your boundaries change when you're drunk. They shift. 
And you could take more pain when you're drunk, which is not good for the next day. Mm-hmm. I've experienced that firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't really want to get waxed, but having a beer here and there. Yeah, oh, yeah that's fine. For sure. And so you mentioned boundaries. We're, we always talk about boundaries oh, here. Yes. I love boundaries. Me too. How do you, this is very open, you know, situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. How do you discuss and go about boundaries with your partner? And that's like, almost like the first thing we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's priority number one. So before camp, we had a discussion. And what I always share with people, kinky, vanilla, doesn't matter, any type of relationship, set aside one day a month, go to your calendar, draw a little heart on any day and set aside an hour to two hours to discuss anything with your partner. Are you still happy? How can I make you happy? How can I help? How can I support you? What 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 can I do better for you? Because when you're with someone, you want to only grow and do better for yourself and that person. So if you do that once a month, you will see your entire relationship shift. Um, that was a big deal for us. So we set aside one day a month to check in. It's just a check in. Mm-hmm. And I'll even say, I'm happy, dude. Like, you good? Like, do we got to talk about anything? But like, no, I'm good. And like, it'll be a fine month. But the mm-hmm. important part is checking in because mm-hmm. If you hold on to anger in your head and you don't let that shit out, it will fucking feast on you. Mm-hmm. Like you got to let that out. So right before camp, we had a discussion. Hey, hey, I'm not interested in playing. I'm interested in playing. Bop, bop, boop. You could do this. You could do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. And then that was it. And then when you go to camp, people ask you, what are your boundaries? The first thing they say. Mm-hmm. And then you tell them. So they respect it. Are you comfortable with sharing some of your boundaries that you guys have in place or like both of you? Um, like what's a hard no for you and for him? So, okay. So for me, I do not. I don't want this covering your face yes. too much. Oh, that's true. I do not um, have any desire to have like genital to genital sex with people. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And because of society, we sometimes think that's sex, you know, like there's so much more besides that. And so a lot of the time when I play with people, I'll just let them know, like, you know, you could do literally anything. Just don't put anything inside me. And I also don't want a finger inside me either. I don't like that. Um, so I just made that very clear. And then throughout the play time, they watch my body, see my reactions. And you have a safe word for that reason. So if you don't want to stop, but it's too much, you say yellow, like basically slow down. Mm-hmm. And then if it's too much, you say red. Mm-hmm. Most people use that. And then people have their own personal, like, you know, safe words, which is fine too. But, you know, that's the easiest way to go about it. But it's all about just paying attention to that person, respecting them and watching their body. Mm-hmm. Totally. And so I would think, I think a lot of people would assume. So I'm going to ask you questions based on mm-hmm. what like a normal, quote unquote, normal person <laughs> would think. Right. Mm-hmm. So like you're very open. And you got to play with other people. You go to king camps and everything. But yet you still, I remember you saying, oh, my husband said I can play. So basically you kind of had to ask him for permission. Yes. I think a lot of people assume that when you're in those type of relationships, you kind of, it's like a free for all and you kind of just do whatever you want. That's but cheating. on some level, you're still kind of submissive and you're still kind of asking for permission. So like, yes. the, what's the balance there? So, okay. Great question. So when it's, a, when it has to do with a woman, I'm in charge. Okay. At all times. When it has to do with a man, he's in charge. Mm. It's almost like that saying, not saying, oh my God, look at that. It's almost like, oh, we're going to have a threesome, but I get to choose the woman. We're going to have a threesome, but I get to choose the man. So the power is in, like, for instance, I get very jealous. So I need to be okay with the woman at all times. If he's talking to someone and I do not like them, I'm straight up like, nope, 
done. And he honors that. Of course, of course, absolutely. That's what keeps us going. Mm-hmm. If he didn't, that you know, that'd cause another fight. Yeah. But same thing with him. You know, if he doesn't like the person, he'll straight up be like, nope, don't like them. Like at camp, I wanted a massage from this person and he didn't particularly like them. Mm. And he goes, I'll allow the massage, but absolutely nothing further than that. Not even impact play since nothing you're getting a massage you're going there for a massage no happy ending that's it mm-hmm. and i don't know like what like you know and i said absolutely respect so you don't even question him no. or fight back or anything nope. okay and we also made up a rule <laughs> we made up a rule early on in our relationship it's called the shut up rule like this stops a lot of our fights so if i'm like really getting heated i'm allowed to say shut the fuck up and it oh. not blow up and him too mm-hmm. like he'll be like straight up just stop talking and you stop. Yep. That's a rule. Because it helps. Oh, my God. It helps. Yeah, it helps. It helps, it helps from some, life. Most of the time, it's like this. Because that's a nice way to do that's it. That's a nice way to the end. That is. Because shut the fuck up is a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to That's get important. Upset. The, like, you got to be heard. You got to be like, we're not going to escalate this. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. So that's important too. And, you know, and, and I tried to get all of my friends on board with a kinky relationship because I thought it was amazing. I'm like, mm-hmm. trust is forefront. We listen to each other. We're having great sex. We're even bringing other people in. Like, why is no one else doing this? Because communication is the hardest thing in the world. You don't want to hurt that person. That's why people get ghosted. Oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So I'm just going to stop talking to them, which yep. hurts even more. Yeah. So there's even more. Another assumption that most people have with someone that's in an open relationship is just y'all have y'all fuck everyone. Like penetration. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yes that is always that's like, gonna yeah. be like, oh, you went on the relationship. Oh, I'm about to go fuck this chick tonight. Yeah, no. this person. That's totally not it. That's... Not it. Like we don't actually fuck anyone. I mean, I wow, do. See? I do. I do. But not like, like. <laughs> That's not the main thing. It's not mm-hmm. like I want to fuck this girl. It's like I want to vibe with this girl. I want to take her home. I want to learn about her. Like it's always that. It's like I want to get into your head first, and then I want to play. It's not really like oh she's hot. I want to play because I don't fucking know her. Right. Like this, we brought someone home one time that was like really just wanted to be tied up in rope, and then when she couldn't do it, she got all pissed off at herself. And I'm like, it's okay. Like not everyone could take this type of stuff. Like mm-hmm. you got to work it. You got to build it up. You can't. It's the first day. And so it's like that I don't want to vibe with. Like you just came home with me to get tied up. It was like, it's like, it's a service. Right. Like you didn't want to hang out with me. Yeah. So that I don't like. I want to vibe and talk and get to know you. And then you, you earn pleasure. So it sounds like most people would think it's more just like a physical attraction. You get straight down to it. But the way you're describing it's definitely more of a mental vibe. 100% more mental. connection Mm -hmm. with the person. And that's how I've heard it. And a lot of other people that, because there's a, I don't know if you ever heard of Shannon Boudram. Have you heard of her? Mm, So she's in an open marriage too. I bring her up often. I just my glasses up the night. (laughs) She's in an open marriage and she has a podcast too. And she says the same thing that it's just really about connecting with other people. It's not always sex. Yes. And sometimes you don't want to have sex with someone. You just want to cuddle with them. Like that's another thing at camp. People go there just to like cuddle with people. They just want that feeling of a hands on their skin. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of the people that go here are not sexy people, like mainstream sexy, I should say. Right. Everyone looks different, different ages, different cultures. And they, not everyone gets this love. Like I'm fortunate to have a, a girlfriend and a husband and, mm-hmm. and play part. You know what I'm saying? Like there are a lot of people that need camp or these events to get that Mm -hmm. do you feel this type of relationship allows you um to find what you need to satisfy yourself and other people because maybe your husband doesn't cuddle you but you can find that with someone else and he allows you to get that and that yes major rule a lot of people major rule i'm happy you just said that 
is that I can only play with someone else mm. if it's something he cannot give me. Mm. Mm. Cuddling, we cuddle the shit out of each other. He mm-hmm. is the best cuddler in the world. But if it's like, for instance, I had a play partner that was a massage, his fetish was massage. Mm. And so I would go to his place. He would cook me breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We'd smoke a little weed. And he'd give me a two-hour full-body massage with a happy ending. Nothing in return. He got nothing in return. All he had was a beautiful woman on his massage table that he got to touch. All right, I gotta ask. What's a happy ending for a woman, then? An orgasm. But no, oral you, orgasm, like so from oral sex or from toy. I can ask because you said toy. you don't like fingers penetration, no, 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 so I want to make sure. Vibrator, strictly vibrator. Okay, okay gotcha. Um, and and he was he, he was and still is a great friend of mine, but he moved, so we don't have that connection anymore, which sucks because I was getting like a full body massage every month for free mm-hmm. and hanging out with my boy. Like with no strings attached. No strings you didn't attached. have to do anything. He was friends with my husband. Mm-hmm. It was like this is what I provide. This is what I could give. Just like the way he was. This is what I could give you. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, if it's something that my husband can't provide, which is very little, but massage was a big thing. I was like, I want a full body massage. Yeah. So uh, that was a lot of fun. And he respected me. Mm-hmm. So that's key. Yeah. Oh. Most kinksters are not stranger danger. Mm-hmm. From what I, um, I want to now um, move a little bit into your OnlyFans account. Mm. Um. So what is your theme? Because there's always different types of things. There's foot pics, there's bondage, BDSM, all that. So what's your avenue on OnlyFans? So my main thing is being a dominant woman and what we call femdom, which is a feminine dominant woman. Um, So I have a lot of fetishes and kinks. I should have a lot of kinks, Um, but it's been hard for me because in order to run these sites and make a shit ton of money, you have to have a niche, just like TikTok. You need a niche. And if you're eclectic and like different things, it's hard to get a following mm-hmm. because it's like, yes, I like nylon. I like boots. I like gloves. I like hats. I like strap on dildos. I like massage. I like this. I like, you know, all these different things. But when you have one niche, you kill it. So what happens with me was I started my OnlyFans before uh, COVID, but it turns out to be very lucrative during COVID. Uh, I was let go because I wasn't essential, but I was essential for owners, apparently, Mm -hmm. Um, because Mm -hmm. I, you know, like I basically I started it because I was modeling a lot and doing explicit photography that I couldn't post on Instagram, mm-hmm. that I couldn't post on Facebook. So I said, I could post it on OnlyFans. I want people to see this work that I'm proud of that I can't post. And it was very tasteful work. Then from there, it went into like more kink stuff, like dirty talk, you know, shoes, nylon. But the most favored fetish that everyone latched onto is me smoking. People love watching me smoke cigarettes. And that's really? a major fetish. Yeah. My mouth, wow. it's my mouth and having something in your mouth okay. that's phallic, sucking it in, blowing it out, da, 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 da. Okay. So that's a big one, but I then quit smoking for a while. Mm. So that made my sales go. So OnlyFans, you have to really stick to what you do. Pump out videos every day, pump out selfies, messages. It's a fucking full-time job. So I do more on the side, um, but my husband is totally, he knows I do it. He doesn't care because he knows that when I make content, it makes me feel confident and sexy. So I do it for that too. And he's like, do your thing, girl. 
Like, I'll help you with fucking pictures if you want. Like, we're good. Yeah. Um, so he does help with that. But now it's more so just for like extra, like a little side hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, that is such a specific niche. I've never yeah. heard that before. Smoking. Oh, it's oh, huge. Yeah. It's Smoking huge. is like, wow. Smoking. I did not expect you to say that at all. Mar- I'm a Marlboro yeah. mistress. That's my hashtag. I like that. That's cute. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, 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 that's cute. I'm dying for a cigarette right now. Hashtag. Are you? You want to take a quick break? We can, can take a break. Care if we take a quick break? No, no I don't care. Okay, got Okay, so Julie, we're back. Um, okay, so we got your history, right? Now you know me. See, oh, we vibes, we're connected. We we're can connected. Now. I can take you inside now. Wait, microphone, check. <laughs> microphone, yeah, you're good. So now we're going to get into what do you do? What else do you do for work? Okay. And we're going to start with this thing that yes. you brought here. So before I tell you what this is, keep the guesses coming in the, in the, com- in the comments. Um, so I always wanted to be a sex therapist because I did, I was always like fascinated by sex for pleasure, not for procreation. And so when I went to high school, I sort of, you know, just talked about sex a lot and talked to my friends about sex and like was always interested in their relationships, helping them, giving them advice, that, that, that. So later on, I was like, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do this as a living. Maybe I could be a, a sex therapist. And then once I graduated high school, I got really lazy and I didn't like want to go to school anymore. So I took the easy way out, went to school for graphic design instead of therapy and psychology. Um, But I took a shit ton of psychology classes and I got my degree in graphic design. But in one of my years in college, I forget it was probably senior year. My sister had a party and it was a sex toy party. And I was like, I'm there. I'm coming. Can't wait. Never been to one. Can't wait. And I realized after watching this whole demo of this woman who came over, the games, the the information, the toys, the products, I was like, I could do this. Mm-hmm. I have confidence. I could do this. Like, this is the best of both worlds because I'm helping people with their relationships and talking to women about uh, their bodies without them coming and crying to me, like at at a therapy, you know, at a clinic. So usually when you're a sex therapist, you get like really disgruntled, upset people who need help with their relationship. And, and I go to a party and get to talk to awesome women about, Mm -hmm. about the relationship. So that brings me to this right here. I've been, I've had this business for uh, 13 years now where I throw in home parties for women, 18 and older, and I educate them on their body. We're going to start with this right here. This is Dolores. Say hi, Dolores. Hi, Dolores. Hi, Dolores. Say hi, Dolores. 60 seconds. Say hi, Dolores. This is Dolores the clitoris. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) No. So this is actually a 3D printout of the woman's clitoris, which, by the way, the woman's clitoris, if you don't know, the only purpose of it is pleasure. It's not to make kids. It's not to aid in any anything, really. It's just for orgasms. So we have an organ that's just for orgasms. Um, and it has twice the amount of nerve endings that a penis does. So this is the entire clitoris. You usually just see this right here, you know, like a little doorbell, the magic doorbell, I like to call it. Sometimes you don't even see the clitoris. It's all hidden. It's okay. All vulvas are beautiful, but this is the clitoris, the full thing. It wasn't even shown in textbooks until the 1990s. So that's fucked up. And I'm trying to change that. Um, so my mission is really to just educate women and help them love on their bodies, get that confidence back, uh, learn their bodies, <laughs> touch themselves. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Ain't no shame and your game. Um, and yeah, 
He's so, so immature. That's why, I did. That's why we don't have parties for boys. It looks like a mouthpiece. It, it could, does. Yeah, I mean, you could and guess you anything. Some people say it looks like an alien. How does this look like? Like this? And also the G spot really quick. This is fun. So the G spot, which does exist, is actually part of the clitoris. It's up and in. Mm-hmm. So if you go up and in in the, sorry, up and in in the come hither. No, yeah, do that. Show the them. This is the G spot right here. It's the back of the clitoris. Rests on the back of the clitoris. So it's there. So basically, okay, because for for people who are, you know, if you wanted to teach real quick, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm asking. So usually during oral sex, this is the part that's getting like yes. the most attention, yes. right? Basically, it's like the tip of the iceberg. So like, how important is this part to every like orgasming and Great all question. that? So during the process of foreplay, so basically, I'm just going to throw out some numbers there. Women are very different than men. We have um, we have responsive. Pleasure. I'm sorry. That's not the word. Responsive. There's a word I'm looking for. Yes. Responsive responsive desire. I'm sorry. Where men have uh, spontaneous desire. So men, not all of them, but some of them could get erect and turned on very quickly. Ah, So I like to call them microwaves and I call women crockpots because crockpots need more time. You Mm -hmm. need to simmer them. They need to be touched. So one, while you're focusing on the tip of the clitoris, the entire vagina inside expands. It gets bigger inside and this all plumps up. So the inside of the clitoris gets fatter and plumper. And so you like, you could literally feel it going inside. Like it's all just part of the, if you look at the side of your mouth, that's what it feels like Mm -hmm. right inside of vagina. Right. It's like yeah. that type of fluffiness, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so feel well, it's like, it's like, you know. Cool. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then if you lick the roof of your mouth, lick the roof of your mouth now. That's what the G-spot feels like. Interesting. It's, it's harder. No. It's harder. More, more tighter. Interesting. So, yes, this does all play a significant role, but the tip is the most sensitive, and that's what needs to be focused on to get us stimulated and to reach orgasm. Most At least 75% of women need that clitoris stimulated. Got it. Wow. So this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. All right. So now let's pretend we're at one of your parties mm-hmm. that you've hosted. What else would you be bringing out of your bag of tricks or briefcase of tricks? The right. goodies. Right. What other goodies do you have that we can so get I'm into? Gonna... This looks scary. I'm sorry. But like this Actually, looks out of hold this up. world. Before I, because like I just said, women need to be warmed up. Right. I usually don't jump right into the toys at my parties. I treat my parties like foreplay. So we need 20 minutes of foreplay. So I spend 20 minutes in my parties discussing what makes you feel confident as a woman. Mm. So most of us as women feel confident when we look good. Nails done, hair done, new outfit, sexy shades, shades, legs. It's a little thing. It's a little things. So this, this right here, I always show first because a lot of people think I just sell toys. And that is a myth that I'm trying to really kill because I don't sell toys. I mean, I do, but it's not just toys. Before a woman can feel confident, sexy, she got to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. Self-care is very important to your routine. So this is our number one seller. It is literally the best shaving cream in the world. It is rash free, razor burn free, very light on the skin. It makes your skin feel like a baby's bottom. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And there's also keratin in there. That's my that's my personal bottle. That's why it's like almost empty. And then this is the after spray that I use. It's 24 hour moisturizer that sinks deeper. Yeah. Sinks deeper into your pores and keeps your your sure. legs staying very uh, 
moisturize. Do you have any tattoos that we could do? Uh, smells like love spell. I'm gonna put some on you because this is great for tattoos and keeping them looking vibrant. Oh my god, it smells so good. Look, I'm gonna put one right here. Oh my god, it's, I love this. It's a 24 hour uh, moisturizer. So I love these products, and these are two personal products that make me feel confident. Now, with that being said, I'm gonna skip ahead because I, I show a lot of products in my parties. You're gonna have to book a party with me to see yeah, that. Book her. My, my my parties are free. You don't have to pay for them. Um. Then, then I go into this. I talk about the two things that I sell. Everyone likes to call me the dildo fairy. This is a dildo. Yes, I sell one. But majority of the things I sell are vibrators. Mm. But this is a great dildo. Okay, suction cup. You can stick it to any surface. Um, doesn't vibrate. But yeah, he's been with us for 31 years. And, and he's great. Mr. Dependable. That's his name. I'm done. Now we're going to talk about the toys of 2023. Because over the last... I want to say three decades toys have went from here. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Low. Oh, that's fine. Went from here to here. So we used to have toys that were only phallic shaped, right? Like uh, just straight, no bends. You know, that's uncomfortable for, for women. That's not how the vagina is shaped. So we have a toy that is ergonomically made to sh- to fit inside of a vagina perfectly. So the, the shape of it is a little weird. And our company patented this. Mm-hmm. Now oh, I've seen this before. The man attraction okay. Now these toys are not meant to replace penis. These toys are team players. They're there to enhance the relationship, not to get rid. Like the, nothing could replace penis. I just want to throw that out there. My job is not to replace penis. It's to help women see what they like in bed. <laughs> I would say a lot of men yeah. feel like, how can I pleasure no. you after you use all these yeah. things? Okay. I'm happy you said that because <clears throat> this is literally, okay. I'll be honest. This toy is more of a solo toy for a woman, mm-hmm. but majority of the, the toys that I show are couples toys. And this is how you spice up the relationship. So maybe, maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to touch your girl. You want to have a remote control toy on her. She's tied to the bed and you're watching her squirm while you're making her come mm-hmm. from the corner or the next room. That is how you use it as a team player. Mm-hmm. C-rings. C-rings feel great for men. Uh, they're really known as constraint rings, but cock rings. Um, mm-hmm. I'll show you one soon. So this toy is built for a vagina. You put it inside like this. You insert like that. And you literally hands-free toy. You can put your hands behind your back and it does all the work. There's two different motors, 20 different vibrational patterns. Oh my God, this one. Uh, this one is in charge. Sorry, guys. So this all vibrates. This all vibrates here. Mm. goes very fast. And this is a great toy because most women, when they're about to have a G-spot orgasm, they stop because they think they're going to pee mm. because it comes from the same place. This toy, if you feel like you're going to stop, you can't pull it out because the vagina holds onto it. So you're going to get that G-spot. What the yeah. hell? Oh, That's yeah. fucking, what you, kind of sorcery no, is that, that? That means you're going to get that G-spot orgasm. Holy shit. Because like when you put it inside, it fits so perfectly that you hold onto it. You can put Got your it. hands behind your back. Got it. It yeah. stays inside yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So say you want a lot of uh, stimulation here, but not here. You could interchange it. It's customizable. So this is a toy from 2023. We've stepped our game up a little bit. Well, yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, because this can be a little intimidating. Yeah. And also, this is a lot. It is a lot, and and if a, if a person is not used to toys, I wouldn't start with this toy. Yeah, what's this a good starter toy? A good starter toy. I'll yeah. show you a good starter toy. What's a good starter toy? Fingers. Okay. <laughs> He's so, like, I can't so even. Meditation. That's This toy was actually featured in Vogue magazine, so it went out of stock for a while, but it's now back in stock, so it's available on my website, which we'll be posting. This is called Over the Moon. This is an extremely popular toy because, like I said, 
Us oh, women, so we need we need that clitoral stimulation. Okay. So it's a very small toy. Oh, it's so cute. It's so adorable. Isn't it? it looks like a little like a little mouse. Yeah. Um, you just hold the button down here for three seconds. Now she's on. And you could use this on the clit, of course, right? The tip of the clit. You could use it on your nipples, a little foreplay. Maybe you want to stimulate that area. We have so many erogenous zones in our bodies mm. that like you don't even know until you try. You could have an orgasm by getting your feet sucked. Like, yeah. So feel that. Oh, wow, it's pretty the button, You could go through the different vibrations. It looks like Grimace from oh, McDonald's. This one's intense. Oh my God, it totally does. It looks like Grimace. I have another one that looks like a fish. The <laughs> it does look <laughs> the purple potato. Oh my God, the purple potato. The purple bean. Oh my God, this one is intense. It's setting. And you can't even hear it. No, you can't. Until it's on. The best way to try a toy without putting it on you is the tip of your nose because your hands are not sensitive at all. You have very sensitive cartilage on the tip of your nose. Yeah, see? <laughs> so that's the best way to test the oh toy. Like without putting it downstairs. Oh my god! Yeah, you this is intense. Also, wait, you could also. Well, that feels good. Use it on the back. Mm -hmm. It's also a, a personal massager. At right. the end of the day, if you and nobody would really know what this is, no. right? It doesn't no. look sexual. And when you no, it's very discreet. This looks sexual. I would. Know. I feel like well, this looks pretty chill. But a kid wouldn't. A kid so to wouldn't. turn it off, you just hold it down. Hold okay, it hold down it down. Three seconds. Yes. This is so cute, though. And you could bring. It's called Over the Moon, and you could bring it in the shower, bathtub, jacuzzi, pool, ocean, wherever. It's waterproof. And it has the same charger, uh, same battery as your phone. So this is a good beginner toy, guys. Great beginner okay. toy. And these are high-end toys. I do not show cheap toys because I've experienced a lot of cheap toys that sucked. And I, you, you keep have to feeding, you, you keep feeding money into batteries. So I have a question. Yeah. Now, I'm in a relationship, right, mm -hmm. say. And my girlfriend said, wants let's to, say. Yeah, no, no, let's you say. are in one. No, no, no. But like my girlfriend <laughs> wants to introduce, no, because I want to just say for yeah, 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 yeah. No, my girlfriend wants to introduce toys to the bedroom just to spice things up. How do you go about that? Because men are cause sometimes Cause resistant. Egos. Yeah. yeah. Ego. Get cut the ego off. You ready? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. It's very, and, and it is hard. Like I said, communication is the hardest thing to accomplish. So um, when you set aside one day a month, like I said earlier, it's very important. That's when you bring it up. Because that person, your partner knows, oh, we're going to be talking about sex. So I'm going to put my ego aside for this. It is not to hurt me. It's not to shame me. I, I'm still good enough. But what if, for instance, we're dating, I don't know, six months we're dating, right? And after six months, I realized that you do not eat pussy the way I like it being eaten. Now, that's tough to tell someone, right? I'm not going to be like, you suck at eating pussy. I'm going to be like, babe, why don't we do this today? Why don't you eat me out? And I'm going to give you full direction on my hotspots because mm -hmm. I have some hotspots that you don't know about yet, but I want you to know them. See that? How did that sound? I have some hotspots on me that I think I think uh, need attention. And I'm going to tell you exactly where they are. Doesn't that feel good hearing that? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you suck at eating pussy. Yeah, that's like the worst. Like, I'm no not one saying wants you need to, to figure that. out your fucking oral game. Sorry for the vulgarity. I'm, I'm <laughs> um, but if I say. Just like vice versa, babe, you don't suck. Maybe pay attention to the boys. They're very sensitive. They like to be touched. Just pay a little attention to them. You don't have, you know, a little bit. You start easy. Mm -hmm. You do not go right in with, well, you don't know how to do this and you don't know how to do that because that hurts. You got you to gotta check in once a month, guys. You really do. If there's one thing I could tell you is put a heart on your calendar. Pick the day and then your partner's going to be like, what's the heart? And then you're going to say, that's our data. Talk about us and mm -hmm. catch up about us. I'm putting time aside for us. Mm -hmm. No TV. You can put some music on if you want, but no, no, no distractions. Yeah. 
But I would say to use this toy to spice it up. Okay. Okay. I'm really curious about the briefcase. We're it's time. No, no. Let you me show this toy first. And then okay, we're okay. Go I'm like dying to know what's wow. inside the briefcase. Wait, like a man right now. You trying to jump straight into no. it. No, see, wait, 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 wait. We're just getting lubricated, girl. What you Before talking about? What are you talking about? They're learning, guys. They're learning. Tammy wants to know. Wait, but when a woman is ready for the main event, they'll let you know. We're ready. And I'm ready. I want to know what's in the briefcase. Anticipation is everything. So I'm just going to show this quick toy because it's awesome. It's a remote control toy. I absolutely love it. It's very discreet. You can use it out while you're on a date, while you're dancing at a club, if you're at a, a pool or dancing you know, at a club is hilarious. Yeah, I did it once in a club. Holy oh, shit. Were you convulsing? Oh my god. Yeah, but I was dancing, so no one knew. So it's a panty vibe, but it's not panties, which is great because not everyone has the same size butt. So you clip this onto any panties that you wear or a bathing suit if you're in a pool, and then your partner can control it from up to 32 feet away. So they could be upstairs wow, as fun. well. And I love showing this toy because any parents watching, it's very hard to find time with foreplay because your kids are around. So I always tell my couples, put this on, take a shower or bath and have your husband or wife control it from the next room. They could be putting the kids to sleep. They could be watching TV, but they're getting you off while you're in the bathroom and no one knows. Mm -hmm. So it's a great discreet toy to add to the relationship. It will not replace you. I promise this is to start it up and to get things going. Now, when she gets out of the shower, she's wet and ready. I'm going to be using that Literally. while I'm playing video yeah. games. <laughs> wait, right. wait, you I can do what you want to do. Yes, and then, yeah. you can. But I can't pause. Baby. I, can't, I can't pause. I can't yeah. believe you said that because I made a TikTok today saying, is your partner a gamer? Hand them this remote and tell them the game is in your panties. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's a good way to market. And it's, and it's you know, you got you to gotta make time for sex, guys. Just because you have kids doesn't mean it's over. It's not over. Even if you're going through menopause, it doesn't mean it's over. We all deserve sex. We all deserve orgasms. Even if it's solo. And it's very good for our mental health. We're going to go into this fucking brief, briefcase now. Yes, thank you, the briefcase. Can we do a shot at tequila before we do it? Yeah, we can do that. We're going to do a shot at tequila before we have to. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, Tanny, go ahead, question. Don't open my suitcase. No, briefcase isn't even for me, and I'm low-key. It's, I don't know. It's just something intimidating about right. the locks. The briefcase you know is intense. It's the locks that do it It's the locks. Like, she has a whole, yeah. If it was yeah. like a little suitcase, cool, but you put locks on it, that's... And it's a big suitcase. Top secret. So I do have a question. Yes. Right? Um, it's going before, you know, you had your glasses on. You didn't speak too much about insecurities and how that plays a mm. massive role. I know boundaries, of course, mm -hmm. but when you come in with um, certain insecurities, like things that I like, this is what I want. It may not be so much about your partner. It may be about you, but then with insecurities, people tend to make things about mm -hmm. them when it's not about them. So I was wondering that within your realm, how does so that play? Phenomenal question. That goes onto the realm umbrella of communication. Being open and trusting your partner that they're not going to judge you. That's why I love kinky relationships, because that's forefront. You have to trust this person and not judge them. Whereas you could be in a relationship with someone for 10 years and they still think that you're dirty because you like dirty talk. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So you have to be you have to sit down and say, listen, I'm ready to open up. What happens here stays here. We could call Vegas if you want. And you know, open up to me. You can trust in me that I will not judge you. And that is the most that line right there and belief and feeling is the most important part, because for me, my insecurity was not in bed. 
my insecurity was about intelligence. Mm. My part, my partner, my husband is 10 years older than me. So there's a lot of things that I don't know about because I'm not in that generation that people would talk to him about women specifically. And I got very jealous when a woman was connecting with him on an intelligent level mm. that I couldn't partake in. Mm-hmm. That got me jealous. Not him spanking a girl. Not him tying up a girl. Not him flirting with a girl. Talking about like what's going on in the news today that I don't know about mm-hmm. or, or, you know, just something like a singer or a band or a time in New York that I wasn't present for. That's what got me jealous. And I was very upfront about it. I said, listen, I don't like this. When you go out, I don't want you to not make friends, but it's something I have to work on. It's not a you problem. It's a me problem. Yeah, Because he's literally just having a conversation. He's just having a conversation. Right. That's all. He's not even, there's no hidden agenda, nothing, but I was open about it. Even if you, it's just your insecurity if you trust the person you're with, like, don't be open with like, you know, one night stands and shit like that. But like, if this is a relationship, you have to trust that person. Trust and communication. That's it. I have one more. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing is, um, being the fact that when you explain the process of like something with being tied up and to assess or to even express, um, insecurities, it requires a high level of vulnerability, especially if you're trying to get through it. Do you think that through the kink process, being vulnerable in that physical aspect allows it allows it easier to handle insecurities yes. through the process. Yes. So you would say that the kink process also opens you up to the realms of like, all right, well, we're going to hit insecurities, but because 100%. we've already handled this process, it makes it easier. hundred percent. So what's funny is that, well, it's not really funny, but when you meet someone that, that wants to play with you, like when you go to these camps, they literally want to tell you about themselves. They want to unload their traumas, their strengths, their like they they get very vulnerable because they want you to understand not only their kink, but like I feel like people feel like they need to say like why I'm like this. Like, oh, I like to wear panties and I'm a man. But this is what happened when I was young. I went through this phase. And so people are very vulnerable at these places. They open up and and kinksters in themselves do because they want that person to understand like, listen, I get you and you get me. We're not weird. We like certain things. And we understand that there's a mutual respect there that like, I'm going to hear your story, bro. And I'll cry with you and freaking laugh with you and understand you. But you got to hear mine and we got to understand each other. Vanilla people do not do that. I will. Let's say not all vanilla people do that because I'm sure people still open up to their partners. But it's just not priority. It's not priority to sit down. Like most of the time it's like, I don't want to know about your past. Don't tell me who you dated. That's not what we did in my relationship. I was like, I want to know everything about who you are and what you did. And he was like, me too. And we just unloaded over nights and nights, smoking weed, talking, smoking weed, getting to know each other. It wasn't like, you know how some people are like, don't ask about my past. I don't Mm -hmm. want to tell you anything. I hate that. Mm -hmm. I want to know about everything. Mm-hmm. What made you? I want to know too. Yeah. Like, I don't Let's care. I just want to know. Yeah. Let's get mm-hmm. deep. Let's take a shot to get deep. Yes. Oh. Cheers. Shani, I put your shot there if you want. What the heck? I was not playing. <laughs> Salud, baby. Salud. Cheers. All right. Briefcase now. Come on. No more waiting. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Okay. I just needed those two questions. So let's say, you make some space here. Those are good questions. Would you like me to hold it while you open? Also. Oof. Oh, my God. Hold it while you bust it. Yeah, punching. yeah, because it had gave me chills this time. Because now, now you know why. Because your sensation, everything about you changed. Now you turned on. Yeah, she <laughs> gave you all the lube. All right, she gave me all the lube. So, she lubed me. <gasps> I only brought a few things, guys. I'm gonna turn the camera towards. But we're gonna go through these things here. So hold on, wait. <laughs> 
I am very into. I'm very into sensation play. Um, and I also go into this, I go into this conversation at my parties too, because I feel that we were put on this earth. I'm Mm going to get really deep right now to experience all of our, uh, sensations, sight, smell, touch, taste. Mm -hmm. Like we're humans. We have these sensations. So I feel like we're put here to experience that. So this was very big to me when I, entered this sort of lifestyle i was like let uh, yes i love sex sex is great but i want to like see if i can be turned on by other parts of my body not just there mm-hmm. like let's let's explore so these sure. things are all different types of sensations for in, for instance this right here is what we call a flogger this is not a whip a lot of people think this is a whip I and they instantly want to take it and hit you very hard with it that's not what you do with this toy I'm going to use it on you to show you. Yeah. Um, so a flogger is meant for soft to, to medium hard hits. Okay. You could feel that. That's that. This is uh, silicone because we're going to go through different textures. So that's silicone. Now this is going to give you a very stingy, thwacky sensation. Okay. Also, I got to give you a blindfold. So we're gonna put this on. You do have your consent to put a blindfold yeah. on you. I want to say I got one too. I'm wearing right here. Okay. Oh, this is a heavy duty so, blindfold. So we have the blindfold on. Now the blindfold on. I'm just gonna do something very light. So usually I don't do this because I'm in a relationship where it's more like hard impact. But it's very nice to just start. Oh my god. She's gonna freak out. She's gonna freak out. I'm not freaking out. It tickles. The tickle. But all your your senses are heightened oh now because you can't you can't see. You have no idea when it's coming. Yeah. You don't know where it's coming from. So right oh now, <laughs> so right now, and I'm barely doing anything right now. I'm just heightening her senses with a little bit of feather. Look, she got goosebumps now. I do. You know, it like, fucking tickles. No, but it feels good. Anthony, stop laughing. The back of the neck. And this is all literally. This is foreplay right here. What Wait, I'm is this doing, a feather? What is it? This is feathers. Oh, okay, okay. What I'm doing right now is just simple, light foreplay. Now she was wiggling already. Now, if you incorporate restraints, a little rope, a little uh, satin, now she can't wiggle. Now she's stuck, oh, which shit. is very fun to watch, <laughs> especially a beautiful woman like Natalie here. So that- <laughs> oh my god, beautiful. So now that was a little. Now. Sensation. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like a little stingy. Nothing too crazy though. Because I'm going light. Yeah. But oh, when you, yeah. this is basically me. what we call warming someone up. You never want to go in and just hit someone like ever because that will shock their body. And paying attention to someone's body is extremely important in this stuff. So what you do is you build them up. So like for instance, if I like went like this to your arm for a little bit. It's going to start getting pink mm-hmm. and the endorphins are going to start coming to the skin. If I just slap you really hard, you're going to be in pain. It's going to fucking hurt. But it gets to a point where you pair the pain, the pain with the pleasure and you want them both together. Because having an orgasm with pain feels amazing. Really? Our, yes. Because this is what our bodies do. Our bodies. When we're in pain. They re- it releases endorphins to it's like all the blood rushes to your skin when you're inflicted pain mm-hmm. and it gives you a natural high. So now turn around a little bit more, like give your back to me because I want to be a little far away. So now this is a flogger. So say I just want to go. 
Mm-hmm. See how it's stinky a little bit? Yeah. Now, not many people like this. So some people are like, I don't yeah, want Yeah, this really skinny. wouldn't be my vibe. Yeah. It wouldn't be your vibe. I like the but feather. But maybe in front, though, along your breasts. Because, like, I'm not going to take her boobs out, obviously, guys. If that's what you're waiting for, it ain't going to happen. But... You got to pay for that. You got to yeah, pay for that. Not here. Like, Come to my OnlyFans for the after party. Right. Because that's crazy. But, like, that, some people like this feeling on their breasts. Because it's very... Like smooth. That feels good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That like very good. slowly. So it's all about that. We're gonna take this off for a little bit now. Oh You're wait, one more, one more. Okay. Now Natalie we have another flogger. Right now. now flogging is not really meant for pain. It's meant for just like lightly tapping. You could go hard on the back. It feels very lethargic and it relaxes you. It feels like a massage, kind of. Like massage. Now, if we were able to stand up, I could show you the back and forth. Or turn. Give me your back the other way. Mm-hmm. You could go like this. Back forth. Mm. Look at her look at goosebumps. Yeah. I'm giving her goosebumps. Yeah. So now I know her body's responding to me. That her body knows. And now I'm warming up her skin. You'll see that it turns pink a little bit. So that eventually, when I go like that. This is the most interactive episode we've ever had. <laughs> but see, now I can go like that a little bit harder. Your body's ready for it. You're pink. Your skin's turning pink. Oh my god, I'm getting hot. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, look, look. See all that? See the red? <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is blood. No, they can't see it, honey. Don't worry. Okay, good. And it's actually not embarrassing. It means that your body is listening to the pain. Mm-hmm. So right now she's getting pink above here. She'll, she'll get marks. Not not marks that'll stay overnight. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's it. That's all sensation play right there. And then slowly. Oh, yeah, that feels good. It's very, it's just a great feeling. And... It's also connecting with your partner's body, which is also very important. When you learn their body, you know what they like, you know what they don't like. So sensation play is great for that. I'm going to take this off for a little bit now. So now what I like and you're, oh my God, your eyelashes are still blue. Are they? Yes. Yeah. The, they look great. The mascara. <laughs> they look so good. I just noticed that. Mm-hmm. So now you pair this, right? With this. What's that? That's a gag thing? This is a ball gag. That's the now, this is a big one. It's called. There are all Face. different sizes. That's of huge. This. this is a big one, but this is my favorite size because I got a big mouth. So some people have small mouths, some people have big mouths. And you work with, you, you don't ever get a giant ball gag. You start small, just like you start small with toys. You never just go and buy a whip. Don't buy a whip because if you use a whip, which I do, it draws blood every time. And if you're not into blood, you're, yes. If you get hit with a whip, you're instantly going to bleed, which is, I don't like blood. So I barely use it. But this. Exactly. So now I can't even speak. That's when you're giving up your full power. I'm giving you my sight. I'm giving you my voice. And now you got to pay attention to my body to make sure that I'm okay. So when yeah. that happens, if, if, if you can't say a safe word. That's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask. How does, what does it stay for? This is it right here. You got to watch my hands and make sure that I do not snap. And if I snap, you instantly untie me. Got it. So that's how you communicate. So it's very much, I'm paying attention to your body the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I recently got right, because they'll do this and the blindfold yeah. at the same time. It so could be, yeah, it could be this, okay. the blindfold. It could Pairs. be a hood too. Oh, okay. it could be layers of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's another fetish too. Like gags is a fetish. All these types of things, like with tape, uh, you know, cloth, whatever. That's a fetish. Yeah. And a fetish is different than a kink. A kink is something that you like to do. And a fetish is something you need to do. Yeah, like a fetish, like you can't get off without right, it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you need rope, you need gloves, you need yeah. whatever. Um, 
so that's that. And then we have Ugh. this is a giant flogger and it, this is a giant flogger and my favorite flogger. We don't have the space to use this right now, but feel the fringes. This is deer skin. It's very oh, soft. Bambi. And, and Bambi. I, <laughs> Bambi is all over. This is the intense. Yeah. Hold on, let me bring I it love, I love this flogger. And this one, I swing literally like a baseball bat onto people's yeah, backs. Yeah, it's freaking huge. Yeah. You could also use it like on the butt too. Any fleshy area, you use a flogger. You don't okay. want to use it on bony areas because it hurts. Right. Have you ever drawn yes. blood with a flogger? No, never. Personally, no. So I don't the go that hard. Is like vel- not velvety. The most I'll do is make someone's skin pink or, or red. Or, you know when like you get a hickey mm-hmm. and it's like a little bit like like pop of, bleh, popped yep. blood vessels? Yep. That's the most that it'll do. But it feels nice. And sometimes I feel really boss if I just like put it around my neck. And just like walk around like... Yeah, like I'm that bitch. Like I'm that bitch. I'm dead. No, but I, I love my flogger. And then, then you could go into other sensations. This is the rope we use. This is hemp rope. So this is, or no, this is clothing line. I'm sorry. This is the soft rope to use. But this is a paddle. Yeah. Now this is a completely different sensation. Yeah. That also has to be a fleshy area that you use that on. Whenever you're spanking something, make it a fleshy area because and stay away from the kidneys. Has anybody ever area. wanted to get slapped with this? I mean, I'm yes. sure people have. Uh, me. Oh, you see? Yeah. And that's not a super fleshy. Slapped this is last. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a fetish. Yeah. I mean, this must yeah. hurt. Oh, yeah, no, that'll hurt. That'll hurt. That's something that you that you keep for, like, the butt. And there's all different variations of paddles, but that's my favorite because it's very airy, but it hurts like a bitch. Like, it's not a heavy toy, but it hurts really bad. Oh, wow. And when you start pairing with pain with pleasure, now it's like you get a natural high. Like, they call it subspace after you play with someone where you lay there and you're just so, like, you can't even stand up. Like, your body is coming back to normal. Maybe your skin's tingling. Maybe, you know, you you just need to lay there for, like, a hot second and, mm-hmm. like, come back into the world. And another thing that's important is aftercare. You gotta let let that person know, like, I love you. I care for you deeply. What we just did was not reality. It was role play. It was a scene. And this is real life right now. Can I massage you? Like, like cuddles, massage. Um, One of my friends used to um, light me out. That was my aftercare. (laughs) Um, But it's very important to let this person know that they're important because there's a thing called sub drop where if you do not get the care you need and you just got used and abused in your head and you're still in that role play, you're like, I'm a piece of garbage, I'm a piece of shit. Mm. Like, what just happens? Well, how did I let that happen? Yeah. Why did I want that? That's weird, you know? So you need that aftercare, which is a big a big part of it. Um. So yeah, so these are just like some sensation things that I, from my personal collection, I don't sell this stuff, but I do sell some bondage stuff that I don't have my kit yet. I'm curious about- Oh, and the nipple clamps. Oh, there's a riding crop. This is great. Yeah, because that looked interesting. Wait, you have something. So this is, and my nipple clamps. So this is basically the tool that oh you use God. on a horse when you're racing a horse and you hit the back of their ass to mm. make them go faster. Same concept. You know, maybe you're in doggy position and you want that ass to back up on you a little bit. Get a crop. And this is a great, see the texture? It's silicone as well. It's a great little spanking mechanism. So think fleshy areas, but inside mm-hmm. the thighs is a great place to use this. It stings though, if you stings. hit hard. Yep, but it's a good sting. Oh, okay, yeah. So if it's paired, like say you're getting a vibe on you, you have mm-hmm. a toy now on you and you're getting a little bit of this, it feel great. 
because now you're pairing it together. Mm-hmm. This is why toys are awesome. If you do sensation toys. play, pair with a toy. Okay, you said this is nipple clamps? Yeah, these are great. How? These are, okay, so these are cool. What is a clamp? So this right here. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I didn't know. I'm like, well, how do you open it? Okay, I no, see. No, because usually nipple clamps don't look like this. These are the most painful ones, I think. Well, no, there's chopsticks, which are probably more painful. But these are heavy duty and yeah. they hurt. But you get used to them, which is the fun part. Mm-hmm. And they really hurt when you take them off. Oof. So the entire time they're on you, you get used to them and they feel great. But when you take them off, you're like, ah. Oh. But it's just a couple of seconds of pain. Like you could deal with it. Uh-huh. You're a grown up, grow up. Sounds great. No, but it, it's worth it. I'm telling you. So imagine these nipple clamps on each nipple and the feather on your nipple with the blindfold. Mm-hmm. Now well, that's a little foreplay right there. I'm digging for more. I'm like, yeah. This? Yes. Yeah. I think we've cut and recovered it so, all. So we have the let crop, me, which is great. Wait, open your out. leg real quick. Mm-hmm. See? That feels good. Right. That feels good. And yeah. now wait for it. Wait for the the pain settles, but you still feel something, right? Mm-hmm. It's still That's right endorphins. Here. That's your blood rushing to the the surface of your skin. That's what makes it feel good. That's the high you get. So if you pair these things together, say you do the blindfold, nipple clamps, ball gag in, tied to all four. Now you're giving up your power. No, you're losing your mind. You're giving up your power. You're out. You're like, have fun with me. I'm your doll. Yeah, yeah you're and done. the toy, and the toy, and the toy. And this is just a small flogger. This is a cute one. Now, this is fun. Like, say your legs are open, you get hit in between your legs on your, your pussy, which is fun. Because it's like, oh, little thud, little thud there, nice and teasing. And then you can play games. Like, if you could deal with five hits of this, I'll give you the vibrator. Mm. So you want to get five hits. It's like, I want to get these five hits so I can get the vibrator. Oh, my God. We need to do an event with you. I would love that. And, like, uh, I have stuff planned for Valentine's Day. No, yeah. We, we're going to talk. I would love doing a workshop. Guys, if you're watching this, we will plan an event. And yes. it'll be like a woman, Or it could be a couple's event. I would love and to you do can, that. And like, we can do stuff with couples. Here or somewhere else? No, I'll book a place. Oh, okay, like, okay. I'll book an actual event space. Okay. Okay. I can do that. My living room. available. Garden, High Garden New York is a great place for that. Okay. It's called High, it's a rooftop place, um, cannabis No, but friendly. for like February, is it enclosed? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, no, it's a rooftop, but Like I was thinking for enclosed. like Valentine's Day, so mark your yes. calendars. we could do Valentine's Day. That can be Day. cute. Oh my that God, can I can't tell you how many people threw parties with me and then instantly got pregnant. I'm like, listen, oh, I'm sure. trying to teach you that sex is okay for pleasure. You don't have to get pregnant if you have sex. Just enjoy the sex. Yes. <laughs> Just enjoy the sex. So I have a question. Just, yes. Yes. How often whether it's you or people that you know will get into disagreements and then y'all be like, you know what? I'm tired of shit. I'm going to get the briefcase type shit. Um, As a means to express or get rid of the angers and frustrations. So we actually, me and my husband are not allowed to do that. We said very early on, I asked him because I like impact play and he doesn't. Like he doesn't like getting hit with any of this stuff. I like getting hit with this stuff. But he doesn't want to hit me with this stuff. So like that's when you go find a play partner that wants to, you know what I'm saying? That's how, anyway. Um, we don't take out aggression on each other. Cause one time I did ask him, I said, what do you think about makeup sex? Like I tie you up during a fight, take my aggression out of you. And he goes, absolutely not. He goes, first of all, I don't want to be, I don't like impact play like that. Um, and I don't think that's how we should end the fight. It should be with communication. And mm. I'm like, I respect that wholly. So I never, ever use this stuff on him, uh, to take out aggression. Um, but I will say people are scared to come over my house because they know what's at my house. Like I have I have a separate room that's just for, I have a playroom. So there are two types of people that come to my house. Three. I'm sorry. My friends. Then new people that are intrigued in my lifestyle. 
And then people are scared of my lifestyle because they all are intrigued. Even the people that don't want to know, they still Everyone's know. intrigued. Everyone's intrigued. Yeah, Oof, it may not be for you, it. but you're at least curious. We don't talk about it. So they, of course, right. they're intrigued. Um, but, you know, there's ongoing jokes. Like, I'm the kinky person in my friend group. There's like, you know, they make jokes. Like, like we, you know how your friends like banter about your life? Like, there's always like stuff like that. But uh, I don't think I go back to Vanilla Man. Yeah. It's tough to go back. Um, this was amazing. I love you. You need to I come back so we can talk about more. I would love that. Um, is there any like last minute advice you would want to give to maybe someone trying to yes. pursue this lifestyle? Well, one thing I just want to say overall to everyone, because this applies to everyone, because I didn't say it once tonight. And this is a major lesson for my my parties that I throw. Spit is not lube. Okay. Spit. I'm going to say it again. I was not Spit expecting is not that lube because if there's one thing I teach, cause I do consider myself a teacher of sexual health. When a woman gets spit inside of her, it creates an odor. She's getting bacteria in her mouth. That's unwanted. And then she shames for it. Okay. So it ain't cool. So you got to use pH sensitive soap, pH sensitive lube, or just lube, just no spit because we watch porn and we learn from porn, which is okay. It happens. I'm not like yelling at anyone, but spit is not lube. So stop using spit as lube. And one more thing, you don't need to be an old granny to need lube. I keep that shit on my bedside table. After a while, you dry out. It happens. So that's my PSA of the podcast. Take care of your vulvas. Take care of your vaginas. Spit isn't lube. And just have fun and explore, guys. And, and consent. You know, and consent is everything. Consent is yes. everything. All right. And Thank you, guys. Up. Have a good time. And get tied up and have a good, get naked and play. That's a good way to close out. Get naked and play, guys. Peace. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh my god, I love this. You that did was so, so much good. Fun. That was so much fun.